Hello, hello, and welcome uh, to the Ball and All podcast. Uh, my name is Mpumutlani. It's been a while, um, but I am back. There's been a lot of things going on, but we've made it to this point. Um, it is the end, the final week of the regular season in the NBA. That means it's the start of the WNBA and the start of the BNL, BAL, the Basketball Africa League. You can see how it works. As we go into the NBA playoffs, the other leagues start, essentially. But yeah, so we're talking about that when we talk about a lot. But thank you very much um, for watching and, and, and following and listening. Please follow me on Twitter, at Mpomoreki, the banner at the bottom kind of gives you those directions also please subscribe to my youtube channel let's get it growing let's get it moving let's get a little bit more subscribers i'll be a little bit more frequent with the playoffs uh, i just had a lot of other um day job related things that kind of prevented me from um recording so this week we're talking nba it's the final week of the nba then we're going to talk about the wnba and we're going to cover the basketball africa league which i think are the two most important things that if you take anything out of this podcast wnba starting BNL, BAL is starting, and we're going to talk about that, and that's that's important. But it doesn't mean the NBA is not important because that's what we do. We talk basketball. So NBA is now in the final week. This, if most teams have two games left, some just have one. Um, in this in this in this uh, shortened regular season, eighty-two. Uh, it's not an eighty-two game; it's a seventy-two game regular season. And so the most important things, and I'm going to go through with the East. So the East pretty much has one, two. Um, one to nine sorted. Uh, there's a couple of movements up between one, two, and three that could happen if the Nets beat the Bulls and the Nets win their final game and the 76ers somehow lose their games. And then that would so the, the trick of the East is obviously it's the battle at the top, and then it's the it's the battle at the bottom for the play in seed. So the, the the Nets, if the Nets win all their games and the the clip the the, the 76ers somehow lose um, their remaining games. The, um, the 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 number one seed in the in the East goes to the Nets, which means that they play the winner of what would likely be the Hawks. Um, what would likely be the Hawks versus uh, the um, versus the Heat, uh, which is a much easier uh, road in the semifinals compared to someone playing the winner between the Bucks and the Knicks. So that's where the thing, the Bucks are pretty much, I think, cemented at three. Um, I don't think they're going to move up, but I don't know if they move, they're probably going to move up to two. So you could possibly have yourselves a Bucks-Nets conference semifinal where the other one plays the Heat, which I think is still a very, or the Hawks, which I think is still very tough, but I think it's much easier coming up against KD, Kyrie, and Harden, and Giannis compared to coming up against, yes, Jimmy Butler, Bam, and all those guys were great. They just had a little bit of a stat to the season. They're getting there, they form, but there's a possibility you could be playing the Atlanta Hawks, which I think somebody would really, really love that. So that's going to be quite interesting in the in the West, obviously. Um, the playing games in the, in the, in the East, um, the one other spot that's still outstanding is the spot, the 10th spot, the Wizards and the Bulls are playing it out. Currently, the Bulls, are, the Wizards are in the pound seat. They just need to win one more game. If they all, if the if the Bulls lose tomorrow against the Nets, that means the Wizards qualify for the play-in. And that's going to be very fun because I don't think anybody likes wants to face Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Um, that puts up a very interesting, intriguing prospect with them playing the Pacers. Remember in the playing game, six, uh, seven plays eight, the winner takes number seven eight whoever loses that game plays the winner of nine and ten and so the winner of nine and ten would be either the Pacers or the wizards playing up against either the loser of the hornets versus the celtics so it's going to be very interesting and intriguing to see next week i think it creates a lot of additional intrigue and it's good for the league to kind of do that to kind of add a little bit of spice just before guys go to the the, the players because previous seasons you just 
go to the playoffs. It was just, uh, and then the only one season, I think it was three years ago when the Nuggets won the last game of the season to get the eighth spot in the, in, in the, um, in, in the West. That was the only intriguing thing that that's happening. So that's going to be fun. And all the games on Sunday, all, uh, all the main important games that have permutations all at the same time. But those permutations literally lie in the West. The West is really interesting because every spot in the West is not necessarily cemented. So one and two, Phoenix and Jazz, that's not cemented. If games go the, the Suns way, the, 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 they might go to one. The Jazz, so to the same way. Three and four is also not cemented. They're separated by one game. That's the Nuggets and the Clippers. If somebody slips up in the final two and someone else picks up those two, um, it, it could it could be cemented. Uh, because right now it's it's it reads one to four is um is, is Utah, one game away is the Suns, but three games away are the Clippers. Um, and then one game away from the Clippers is the is the Nuggets, and then you go down. Uh, to the bottom half of the West, which also is very intriguing. Um, five, six, and seven is still uh, up in the air. The Mavericks and the Trailblazers, Mavericks have one, have two games left. The Mavericks lose both their games. Um, they could be eclipsed by the Trailblazers. All the Trailblazers need to do to avoid the play-in is they just need to win one game. If the Maver- lo- Mavericks lose both games and the Lakers win both games, the Lakers could go into the five seed, and so too if the Trailblazers lose their one game left, they could go into um, they could go into the plane. So it's still very wild. The Lakers need to win every game up until now. They've won three in a row already. They need to win the final two to to try and either fight off a plane or get into that five spot, and hopefully that the Clippers don't drop to them. But there's a massive chance that they face the Clippers in the first round. That would be really good, great to the whole way series. Not great for the NBA because they probably want that later on, but. It keeps the playoffs going, and and so too it's it's really tough for like in the play ins. The only teams, the only teams that are actually guaranteed like their finishing position are eight, nine, and ten. That's the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the and 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 and, and the Spurs. And so if the Lakers fall into play in, there's a possibility that one and two who've been fighting for each other need to fight to either avoid the Lakers if they want to avoid play the Lakers, or even possibly either the Wizards or any one of the winners of, of the other two. I think, obviously, uh, a Jazz Wizards 1-8 first-round matchup and a Phoenix Lakers 2-7 and seven matchup could be quite uh, a seven-game thriller. I don't think the Lakers will take the Suns to seven games, but it could be quite deep. But obviously, the Lakers are waiting on LeBron's angle. He keeps on deferring his his, his return date. Jim Schroeder's back from COVID. Um, so that the team is now trying to get themselves healthy. And so maybe the Lakers might use this play in as a scenario, but we'll see how it goes. It's quite interesting. And that's where the NBA is sitting right now. The playoffs will start next week and I'll go through all the playoff permutations as well. Now let's move on to the WNBA. WNBA starts tomorrow, tonight, tonight, starts tonight. Um, the tip off is the New York Liberty against the Philadelphia um, the Indianapolis Fever, not Philadelphia. There's no team in Philadelphia. The Indiana, Indiana, uh, the Indiana Fever. Um, and this is a very intriguing season. It's the 25th season of the WNBA. A lot's more at stake. Yesterday, the WNBA announced the Commissioners Cup, which is like an in-season cup. Some games, there'll be regular season games. Some games will count double. Essentially, they'll count for the regular season as well as. Um, the Commissioner's Cup. And at the end, there'll be a separate lock standing for the Commissioner's Cup as well. Well, obviously, we know the, the, the regular season will be going. Whoever's at the top of each conference, East and West, in the Commissioner's Cup 
will play in a final in and around Olympic time, either before the Olympics or after the Olympics, because um, there will be a break mid-season for the WNBA for players to prepare for the Olympics. So do watch out for that. Um, so that's going to be very interesting. I'm just going to give you a lay of the land of the of the main contenders and what I think about them. Um, I think you can't run, run, run past the defending champions, Seattle. Um, Seattle are very a very strong team with Sue Bird, who's probably one of the top two uh, players in the history of the game, obviously behind Diana Taurasi, but she's got longevity. She's playing a very at at, at a very um, uh, has played over I think over a decade and a half in the league, um, and so she led with Brianna Stewart, who is the Euroleague MVP and the Finals MVP last year. Um, the Seattle Storm against the, the Las Vegas Aces, and they won that. So they're that three-game final series. So they are prime. If you want to pick a, a winner and, like, number one seed, it's these guys. Um, and then I think after that, you've got the Las Vegas Aces who lost in the finals. They've got MVP, regular season MVP, A.J. Wilson. They also have Kelsey Plum. They had Angel McCautry, but she got injured in the preseason. She hurt her, her knee. I don't know if she'll be back in time for the end of the season, but having that veteran presence in and around there is going to be great for, for the Aces like it was last season. There was that uh, finals game, um, that second finals game, uh, where the Aces won. They were 1-0 down. They came back. Angel McCartney just exploded from the perimeter, which is what you want. But the great thing about, the big thing about the Las Vegas Aces, which is why they're my pick, is Liz Cambage comes back. Liz Cambage is such a great defensive presence, such a great basketball player. I think um, in, in the season before COVID, she was up, she broke through into the league with AJ Wilson. Um, and now I think they have, they could do it. With with Kelsey Plum um, uh, this time, and, and I think that's probably what was missing between them and the, and the Seattle Storm. Um, the other team that you need to look at is the former defending champions, the Washington Mystics. They won it. This, they won the season before COVID twenty nineteen. Uh, they had that MVP that year's MVP, Elena Deladon. She didn't play last year due to COVID, like Elizabeth Cambage. So they are coming back. It's like a new signing. It's it's, it's amazing to help Maisha Hines, Allen as well, because they really did struggle. Um, last year in the bubble without Elena Daladon, who was like their talisman. Um, and, and then the, to, to kind of close out the, that top tier seeding, um, I'd, I'd pick the Minnesota Lynx with Crystal Dangerfield, Sylvia Files, and the Turkish uh, Super League MVP, Kayla McBride. I think they are, um, they are of that top tier, the, the, that top two, there you can add them to that top two, uh, a top three as a, as another team. A dark horse at the top, but nonetheless, all the leading contender amongst the dark horse. I think they they will have a very, if Kayla McBride can continue that form from the Turkish Super League, Minnesota Lynx is just going to step up and they have won multiple um, titles as well. So they know how to win. Um, and then obviously um, the other contenders just below them, you've got um, the Phoenix Mercury with Diana Taurasi, uh, 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 Diggin Smith, as well as uh, as well as Brittany Griner, who are just an incredible uh, top three. They came together last year with Brittany Griner coming across, uh, Skylar Diggin Smith coming across. So they're just getting themselves all acquainted and everything else. And I think this could be the season where it kind of meshes and gels, and they could come through and 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 take the crown from that that top tier of teams that are there. You could even drop the Mystics down there and probably put the Phoenix Mercury up because I think that's a very interesting, intriguing team that I want to see uh, with that little big three that they've built in in Phoenix. Um, 
Chicago also have some sort of a big three. They've got Ali Quigley, uh, Courtney Vandersloot, and now they've got uh, Candace Parker, former MVP. Well, she was a rookie of the year and MVP in the same year. She uh, is also a winner. She moved across from the Sparks. That's the type of that's the type of addition that makes you a contender, you know. And that's and I think this the Chicago Sky can really do well um, as well in 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 this league. And 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 I'll be watching them a lot. They're really good from the perimeter. Ali Quigley and 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 Ali Quigley is just incredible. Uh, she's one of my favorite players, and like she's just amazing um, as a guard. Um, and then you've got the Sparks. The Sparks are there and they're about to dark horse. A lot of things might need to go right for them as they try to just in, in, uh, inculcate all, a lot of the younger players into that into that setup. Um, but you've got veterans like Nika Ogumike uh, Chene, who's back. Um, and so they'll be just trying to sort themselves out. I think they'll have to play out of their skins in order to compete with that top tier, but they are a very good basketball side. The thing about the WNV is very competitive across all the teams. There are some teams at the bottom, but for instance, let's just go through Indiana, New York, um, Atlanta's a mid-table team. They are also trying to see if they can't punch through into that playoff space and, and into the final stages of the playoffs. They're a good team, but like New York, Dallas, Indiana, um, a lot is going to be said about them. Uh, they, 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 everyone's expecting them to be at the bottom, but you've got Sabrina Ionescu on, the, on that one on on, on the uh, on the Liberty who got injured early in the in the WNBA last season, so we didn't see quite a lot. They got a lot of draft picks. They made some trades. So New York is very intriguing prospect. So too is um, is the Indiana Fever. Dallas is well quite important because Dallas owned the draft. Dallas owned the entire draft. They had like. All, I think a four, five first round picks, um, and so they are in a rebuild. That they've got some interesting people um, coming through as well. I want to see Satu Sabalis in a, in a second season um, as as a Dallas wing. Um, they got some really good, including the number one pick in the draft, whose name escapes me right now, but we'll, we'll remember her. Um, and so I think I think for me, Dallas and and they play in the, in the first few games. Dallas plays LA on 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 I think it's on the Saturday. Um, and, and 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 that's going to be interesting to see how where this team is because the great thing about the NBA there's only 12 teams so draft picks can actually elevate a quality of a team because that's the nature of, of, of what the WNBA is right now where it's, it's probably at a point where it's going to expand in the next couple of years but right now it's that great point where teams even at the bottom can be competitive so it's going to be interesting to see how Dallas kind of um, works that out. So that's going to be good. The first slate of games, you've got Indiana, New York, the Connecticut Suns were quite a good ball, ball, ball team as well against the Atlanta Dream. Um, you've got the Phoenix Mercury against the Minnesota Lynx. That's a, that's a clash of contenders um, in that first day. And then you also got Dallas and LA. Remember, the, you, they've got a new WNBA app. It's season 25. The kits look great. It's just it's it's a product. It's a product that is just amazing. And I think it could even eclipse the men's product, which is what you want to get. That, well, it's not that the men are not standard, but you want to be able to set the WNBA apart on its own as a league. And I think this is the season that's going to happen. And for, for me as South African, it cost me 329 Rand to get the league pass for the entire season. It's 17 American dollars to get some really good women's basketball. The best women's basketball players in the world are starting to play tomorrow. That's the most exciting thing. That's the, that's that's what's going to happen. And there's an interesting, intriguing thing um, that's going to happen. 
the Seattle, the Seattle Storm play the Las Vegas Aces in a repeat of the finals this weekend, and then they go back again and play during the week, and then the, the Las Vegas Aces play the LA Box. So some really good, if you follow the, the Aces, you could see some really good games, as well as the Storm play in the Minnesota Lynx. As I said, up there, the four contenders at the top, that's going to be a really good matchup to watch to see how, how the teams look. It's, it's still early, long way to go, but it's it's... It's basketball nonetheless. And you've got playoff basketball with the NBA. It's just going to be a lot of basketball being watched throughout the next week. And then something I'm so excited about, um, the Basketball Africa League is finally starting. Uh, it's not like a league-based system anymore because of COVID. It's now being played in one place in two weeks. Uh, for two weeks, it starts this Sunday. Um, it is in, in that Kigali arena that looks amazing. Um, and we've got 12 teams across Africa. Six teams qualified by virtue of being national champions in countries where they are highly ranked in basketball in Africa. And then the other six had to go through qualifiers outside with, with 31 other teams. And they're the best of the six out of that 31. There was an East Division that covered East Africa and Southern Africa and a West Division that covered West and North. And so you've got the best teams coming out of there representing their countries. And um, we've got some interesting things. Uh, the Patriots of... of, of 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 Rwanda signed Jake Cole as one of their guards because you're allowed two players to be signed outside of the continent outside of your traditional roster so you can sign NBA players former NBA players um I know that uh the River Hoopers signed Ben Uzo who's a former Nigerian into that into that team so it's going to be very interesting to see some guys and I think for me uh, and for, for everyone who's watching, it starts on Sunday. First game's on Sunday, I think, at 2 o'clock or 12 o'clock, uh, South African time, 2 o'clock GMT. Um, you get to see Africa's best. And there may be some guys who might just get a, a bump up maybe into NBA G League and, and up there. Um, but it's going to be really good to see some of the stars and some of the gems. And we might find some gems. Um, I think for me, if you look at the teams, um, you've got uh, Atletico Petro de Luanda. That's probably one of the biggest basketball names in, in, in Africa. They are my tip to probably win it all. Um and 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 because they've been they've been set, they've been they've done this before. They they know how to do this. Um uh, then then you've got teams from Senegal, S Duan from Senegal, they're the Senegalese champions. AS Police from Mali, they came through the qualifiers. They were the third placed uh, team in the Western Division, um, the Malian national champions. You've got um, AS Sal in um, Algeria, up north. Um, they were 2017 Afro Basket champions um, and 2019 runners up. So they could pose, pose a little bit of a of trouble. So watch out for them. Um, then you've got um, FAP uh, from Cameroon. Um, they were runners up in the West Division, so they probably will be trying to make their way into the playoffs. Then you've got Ferrovario from Maputo um, in Mozambique. They are nine-time Mozambican champions, really dominant in that league. Uh, they qualified out of the East Division in the playoffs, uh, in the qualifiers. Then you have GNBC, which is Madagascar, another qualifier um, that came out of the East Division. Um, they were the runners up there. You've got GS Petroleum from Algeria. Um, ASL comes from Tunisia, I beg your pardon. Uh, uh, no, not Tunisia. It is Morocco, sorry. Um, and then uh, Petroleum come from Algeria. Uh, they won the West Division. And so they qualified through that. Algerian champs. 
uh, Patriots of Rwanda, very small team, the youngest, one of the youngest teams in the in the tournament as in terms of founding with GNBC. They came through the qualifiers unbeaten, so that's something we need to watch. They could be a dark horse, um, and they're playing at home uh, with fans. That's also important. They're playing at home with fans. And uh, you've got Rivers Hoopers, uh, also known as the Kingsmen from the River State in Nigeria, uh, with Ben Uzo there, the Nigerian champions. They qualified directly. They could cause a stir here. Um, they could be a semi-final, playoff semi-final team. And it's single elimination, so anything can happen. Um, and then U.S. Monastir from uh, Tunisia, who I think might be the uh, one of the other four, um, one of the other four um, semi-finalists. They're a really strong team. Um, they've got a they've got a player who plays in the Australian league called Ate Major, who I think we should all watch. I think he's probably going to be very dominant. He's going to light it up. Um, and then you've got Zamalek from Egypt, um, who um, could be the runners-up, probably in the final. I think the final will be Zamalek and. And 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 what is it? Petro de Luanda, which would be incredible in itself. The two probably one of the two biggest names in in African sports uh, going up against it in Kigali. Um, so it's two weeks. First week is group stages. We'll get through the group stages. Down three games a day, and then after that, you've got. Um, so what's going to happen is that there are three groups of four. Um, eight teams qualify for the playoffs. So the top two in each group qualify, and then the three, the two lucky losers, number three positions, will make it into the playoffs. They'll play single elimination against each other um, in this in a quarterfinal, semifinal, and final throughout the second week. And then we have uh, the Basketball African League champion. I'll try to keep you updated throughout the week as to how it's going. We'll probably a 10, 15 minute or 10 minute little catch up to just let you know what's going on in the Basketball African League, who I like, who I've seen, who I think you should be watching live on ESPN and South, around the world. But mostly in South Africa and Africa, you'll find it on the ESPN channels on DSTV, which would be great. So you'll be able to see it it's during the day. It's not at night. You don't have to sleep. You don't have to like wake up like at the at the odd hours in the morning. It's just there for you. So yeah, so do enjoy that. There's a lot of basketball coming, and I think all the basketball fans and fans will be really happy about this. So thank you very much. Also remember, thank you. This was that's the end of the show. But remember, please do follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, and also like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you very much from myself and Paul. Enjoy the weekend of basketball. Lots of basketball going on. I'm excited. I'm in heaven. I hope you are too. Lesale, ka. Gracias.